Hey friends, welcome to Life After 40. My name is Dina, and just let's get into it. So after turning 40, it was like a, I had a pivotal shift. I don't know if all of you go through this, but I went through it. I went through the, I don't give an ish about anything. And at this point, I didn't care what people thought about me, what people said about me, or just everything in general. And it's an interesting and freeing feeling to have. It's freeing, one, because we live in a society today that your looks, especially as a woman, your looks, your weight, your height, everything about you, the color of your hair, the wrinkles on your skin, is, is everybody's opinion. If you've had too much plastic surgery done, oh, you look like a plastic doll. If you had no plastic surgery done, oh my God, you look old. If you didn't dye your hair, bro, why do you have all that white hair? Dye your hair, it makes you look old. Everything stems to something and everyone always has something to say. And I'm at this point in my life, I just don't care. I stopped dyeing my hair years ago. Um, I would say about 20 years ago, I stopped dyeing my hair um, because I have found that bleach, I used to bleach my hair because I have dark, 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 dark hair. And after coloring your hair for so long, your hair falls out. And I have very thin hair now that I'm in my 40s. And, you know, I've done all the hair vitamins. I've done all the, you know, you take all these vitamins and nothing's ever worked. And the reality is, it's because I also um, have other issues, underlining issues. That's the reason why my, I have very thin hair. But I've done it all. And, you know, I'm not very tall either. I'm a pretty short person. Well, I'm considered short. I'm 5'2". Five two, five two. And um, so just gaining 5 pounds will seem like I've gained 20 pounds. And you would have met me... 10 years ago, I, I was a different person, different mentality. I like killed myself working out. I would get up five o'clock in the morning. I would run three miles. Um, and then I would go to the gym later to go work out for another hour. And on top of that, I used to take my dog out in the evening for like a three mile walk. I did that every single day and maybe took one a day off a week. I did that so I could live in the standards of what people thought was beautiful or normal or what people felt that you should look like in that, that typical standard. Um, and as I've gotten older, your body shifts, your metabolism, metabolism doesn't move as fast and you're not... Um, everything happens and the way you even look at yourself changes you know I I just feel like if I'm now I'm not saying that you know to let yourself go what I'm saying is if you don't want to wear makeup and you don't want to dye your hair and you want to you know splurge on eating delicious meals and you're still healthy and you're doing healthy, you're living a healthy lifestyle and doing all things and whatever makes you happy 
makes you happy. And there's no, there's no room for people to pass judgment on you and don't allow them to. I grew up where it was, you know, I was in sports all the time. And I remember after having my first child and I bounced back immediately because it was my first kid and I was able to bounce back quickly and not everyone can bounce back fast okay but I I did in fact I I didn't like the I remember when I bounced back and I looked at myself in the mirror and I said oh my god is that what I looked like before I got pregnant I don't like it mind you before I had kids I was 92 pounds I wore a double zero couldn't fit in normal clothes I had to buy clothes in the kids section even in high school because I was so petite and tiny and so after having my first child I wasn't 92 pounds but I was definitely like 98 pounds and I just couldn't believe I guess because after looking at yourself for nine months and you I had put on a lot of weight during my pregnancy I put on 48 pounds and I was sick all the time and I couldn't eat certain things I felt nauseous but whatever I did eat I ate I I had been so swollen I my fingers look like sausages my feet look like sausages and so by the time I had my kid and um by my six month postpartum I automatically was back into all my old clothes naturally I didn't stop eating I wasn't exercising I just went back to normal and then I had a second child now mind you uh, that second child I have a gap between my kids I have a 10-year gap um, my chances of having children was very slim to none and so trying for my second child was really hard and so it was a 10-year um, gap between my my two children and I remember after giving birth to my second child and already like that's a a 10-year difference of your body changing and I remembered family members looking at me and saying dude you're fat you need to like do something about that you are fat and I was just, it upset me because, you know, even at a young age, I was told you had to look a certain way and, you know, no one wants to look at a fat person and no one wants to, you know, if you're heavier, you're not attractive. And, and it was the hardest thing because I was so emotionally heartbroken and I didn't know how to deal with that. And my husband looked at me because he knew how upset I was and he looked at me he goes you're beautiful don't let anyone tell you differently you my love are beautiful and he goes I love you for who you are I'm attracted to you the beauty of within your skin everything that I look at I love you you're beautiful 
And I remember looking at him like, yeah, he loves me no matter what size I am. But other people don't. Society looks at me in a very negative manner like that's not attractive. You're not attractive because you had a baby and you're heavier and your hips are wider and you've done all these things and it doesn't work out and you, you know, how do you get back into what society thinks you should look like? And, um, <laughs> my kid wasn't even one yet. And no, he had just turned one and I found out I was pregnant to my third child. So I had an older kid, I had a one-year-old and then I had a, a baby on the way. And all I could think was, fuck, I didn't lose the baby weight from the second pregnancy. And everyone's looking at me like, you are a disgusting looking human being. There's nothing beautiful about you. You didn't lose the weight. You didn't, what's wrong with you? And in the meantime, I was breastfeeding my my second child and I was going back I went back to work and I wasn't really sleeping a whole lot and it was a hard hard transition working long hours breastfeeding all the time and my kids never slept the four hours like lots of people gets to experience my kids woke up every two hours and my second child didn't sleep through the night until he was like nine months old um, and it was really hard. It was hard. It was a hard thing to go through. And on top of it, I had to figure out how to lose weight. Oh my God. Right. So I was pregnant my sec, my third child. And that came by surprise. I wasn't expecting it at all. And, um, it was people at work looked at me and they go, you're pregnant for real, you are pregnant. I'm like, get out of here. I am not pregnant. I have a baby in diapers. I am not pregnant. That is not like, what, what are you talking about? And I remember getting in my car and driving home and it just, because it wasn't just one person who said it, it was like three people who said it. So I stopped at a local drugstore on the way home because I lived down the street by one and I stopped to get a pregnancy test and Sure enough, I was freaking pregnant. Couldn't freaking believe it. At this time, we were going through some things. My husband had lost his job, and um, it was just me making, you know, who had a job that, that you know, I held, uh, you know, all that financial burden, and and I had a baby, an older child, and another baby on the way. I, it was a very stressful time and where I am now, I am, I am very proud of how much we have accomplished together in life um, and how far we have come and everything else. So I think that what happens is a lot of people don't realize what people go through and 
they don't realize what people go through and they're just knocking people down for cheap shots and in my mind when i found out i was pregnant with my third child like man this is going to be so bad i'm going to be so huge and i was showing you know rather quick because i was my third child and on top of it i didn't lose all that baby weight before and um so after my third kid i was like heard it again you're big you you need to lose weight and you need to do something about it it's bad for your joints and it's it's unhealthy and you know my mom thinking I just had two children back to back you know it wasn't like I was sitting on my couch eating you know anything and everything I I literally had two babies back to back and so after I had my last child because we had decided that um three was enough even though my husband did want one more um because of my underlying condition I the doctor advised that it was a really bad idea for me to even go for a third child for health risk reasons so I went ahead and had my two ties tubes tied the day I had given birth because I had a c-section all my children were c-sections so I had my tubes tied and burned on my last child so I can never have children again it was something I needed to do for my health and my well-being and my priority was my children I you know if you have another kid is it going to be safe for you are you going to be able to have a safe healthy pregnancy on your fourth one will you survive that knowing with all your underlying health conditions and so forth so that was the decision we made and um you know, my husband always said, well, if we really want another kid, we can always adopt or foster or, you know, the, we could always do something because my husband really wanted more children. And honestly, children are very expensive. It's, it, and they take time and effort. You have to always remember when you have children, they are your life. They're your everything. They come first. You come last. And that was like the hardest other thing for me was everyone telling me what I look like and um, why couldn't I look better? Or why couldn't I have changed and, and all these things? So I remember um, breastfeeding my last child and he was my longest child that I breastfed because he, he had a harder time. He didn't like the bottle. Um, so he was my heart. He was my hardest. I had to run home on my breaks to feed him because he wouldn't even drink from the bottle when I would pump into a bottle. I would come home on my lunch breaks and I was running back and forth just to feed my baby. And my mom was helping me take take care of him when I was at work. And it was just a hard, hard transition. And all that stress of the time my husband having a hard time looking for work and... Um, you know, just doing everything and being a great wife and a great mother and a great, you know, kid to my parents and everything else. And so after my last one weaned, he was past a year old. He was like 13, 14 months old when he finally weaned. 
and I then said, okay, well, he's no longer breastfeeding. I don't have a baby attached to my boob and I'm going to go and now get a gym membership and I'm going to go work out and because all my life I was extremely athletic. I was in every sport you can think of. I did flag football. I did volleyball. I did basketball. I did whatever you, you know, I did it. Uh, tennis and etc. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get a gym membership. I'm gonna go work out. I'm gonna lose this weight. And so as my kids got older, I'd put them in the stroller and we would go on walks. They wanted to get a cup of ice cream up the street, which was like a 20 minute walk. And we would go do that. 20, min- 20 minutes going one way, so it was a 40 minute walk back and forth. And so we would do that. And and so I was losing some weight. And then finally my husband found work and then we moved in the process and um, I'm like, okay, my next goal is I am losing the weight. I'm going to take up running. I'm going to run and I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to, I was so determined to fit in that box that everyone puts you in. And I want you guys to know, whoever's listening, you don't have to be put in a damn box. Do not let anyone put you there. You're, you're, you don't. That is no one's business to put you in a box. And for the longest time, I was chasing something. I was chasing everybody else's, you know, opinions about how I should look. Not how I felt I personally should look. Not like how my husband would look at me and tell me I was beautiful every single day. Even when I was, you know, huge and pregnant and swollen, he told me all the time how beautiful I was. And how much he loved me and he didn't he didn't see what everyone saw he loved me and at the end of the day <clears throat> it still bothered me it bothered me that I still didn't fit that mold that everyone felt and said that I was supposed to fit okay so I signed up for marathons and I was running and I had lost all this weight and you know and then when you lose all this weight then it's like you fit that mold, right? Everyone's like, oh, you look great. You lost all that weight. You're no longer this. You're no longer that. Blah, 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 blah. You know? But are you happy? I wasn't happy. I was working out, running all the time. I was watching every damn bite on a fork that I was putting in my mouth between eating oatmeal or sucking back a protein shake and um, eating selective microgreen salads and you know it was like the hardest thing ever because I couldn't even splurge on things that I love I love to eat I love food I couldn't even do that because in my mind I think if I go back to eating what things I love what if it gained just five pounds because I'm five two five five pounds is a lot of weight and it makes you look heavier than what you really are and it became such a really bad cycle so I did this for a while I I was counting calories I made sure I ate the amount of calories I was supposed to I think I was eating 1300 calories every day 13 to 1400 calories every day um was drinking lots of water I was you know watching everything I ate and I was working out all the time and trying to be a mom and trying to be the wife and trying to be everything that everyone expected me to be in that damn box and do you know till today 
I am so effing bitter about it because it was, it just, I ran myself ragged. So me and my husband decided um, we weren't happy anymore where we were. And so we decided we needed a change for family. We wanted to move into more of a family oriented area. We lived in the main city. And so, you know, it was the hustle and bustle of life and everyone who lived around us was all about materialistic things and, and the time my kids were little and their friends always bragged about all the expensive things they had. And I just, at that time, not all of their friends, but quite a few of our neighbor friends who lived around us bragged a lot. And at that time, I started thinking, I don't. I don't want my kids to grow up thinking that they need and want everything. And those things that they don't really need, it's just a want. And so I wanted my kids to grow up in a more um, non-materialistic um, well-being. I, I just, you know, it's just a hard thing. And But at this time, my middle child... It's very tech savvy. He's all about the technical stuff. He can, you know, tell you everything and anything about a computer. He's very, very smart. He is like extremely smart. Um, so I knew someday that technology, you know, computers or whatever was going to be his thing. And I've had many people tell me, oh my God, he's going to be somebody you just, you know, but all I really wanted was my son to be a human being, a good human being. I didn't want to put a stigma on him that he had to be something that he didn't want to be. I wanted him to be a version of himself because I look at myself and think about everything that was expected of me. I didn't want to throw that burden on my children. And I didn't want my kids to feel the way I felt all the way up to before I turned 40. So here we are. I'm past, I'm 42. And when I hit 40, I woke up not on my birthday, but when I was getting closer to my birthday, um, a couple months before my birthday, I just felt this shift in the way I felt. I don't know. I couldn't explain to you. I just woke up one day and I'm like, you know what? I don't even care whatever I just want to live my life my the best version of myself I want to make sure that I'm happy and do everything I need to do and if I don't want to run that day damn it I'm not gonna run that day if I don't want to work out not gonna work out and if I want to eat that damn ice cream in a bowl I'm gonna scoop me some ice cream in a freaking bowl and yeah, I'm not as tiny as I was when we moved here. And we found an area that we liked for our kids. And, um, or so we thought. I'll get into that another time. Um, but now I'm just living my life. I am not counting calories. I'm not, um, I'm just not doing all of that. And I'm, I am making a, a very 
conscious decision when I make certain foods that I do eat healthier. And I admit that since we went into this whole pandemic thing, that, um, you know, you kind of just slip. You don't work. You can't work out. I wasn't going to the gym at all. And so, yeah, I've put on a couple pounds. And I'm not... But the, the me now is not stressing about it. I am not going to sit here and say, oh my gosh, I need to get to the gym. I need to do this. Mind you, we are still in the middle of this pandemic and it's raging on. And right now my priorities in life is the safety of my children. So working out, you know, I do workouts at home and I, you know, I do little things and I keep telling myself every day, you know, maybe you should go mask up and go to the gym. Just do it. And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, I'm not feeling it. And I realized when I'm ready, I'll be ready. And I'm wondering, do you guys feel that way? Do you feel like you're living in a box? Is it harder with society being as it is, and it's like what's so scary is we're living in a in a world where the internet puts things at people's fingertips faster, and sp- and it's like speed of light, and people have an opinion to everything, and I mean everything. You, in this new day and age, I I grew up when you called on a payphone. You didn't have a cell phone. Cell phones were expensive. And um, you called home on a payphone if you needed a ride or whatever. And we're living in this day and age that you're being watched by a microscope. Everything you do and say and how you look, it's being scrutinized by the open public. And it just kills me because are those people happy and content with themselves? Are they, are they looking in the mirror and saying, damn. I'm living my best life, the best version of myself. I am feeling myself. I am feeling, I am feeling it. And I'm going to say probably not. And that's why they're, they're doing the things that they're doing. They're, they're using that toxic behavior onto others. And it's sad because you, you make people feel bad. And I just want people to remember Please, please, please remember your words have meaning. And when you type those things to people or you say something to somebody, you don't know where that person is in the state of their mind and their life. People go through things. They can be going through a loss. I mean, they lost a family member. They lost their their best friend. They, they lost their at you know their pet uh anything they, they or they've gone they're going through you know a tragedy in their life and it only takes one negative thing to just shit on someone's day and make them feel so bad and you don't know what state of mind they're in and what they would do and don't do that because that you know you don't want to ruin someone's day or Make them feel any worse than they need to feel. People come off strong, but they're not. A lot of times they're not. They're putting on a persad. And 
making you believe that they're the strong person as a rock and deep down they're not they're they're just trying to manage day in and day out and so what i say to you look at your you know your coworker and tell your coworker something good about them what you like give them a positive you know, positive reinforcement goes a long way. Ask somebody how they're doing. Be polite. Remember, your words means something and it's an action that you can hurt anybody. And that's what I'm teaching my children. That your words can hurt somebody. So choose wisely how you say them. And never judge one until you look at yourself in the mirror and you can say, that you are absolutely 100% perfect because guess what? We don't live in a perfect world. Nothing's ever perfect. Everyone has a flaw and you need to accept that. Don't throw stones in a glass house. So I'm going to see you guys next time. Until then, be good to one another. Treat each other with kindness. And just remember, love yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and says, and tell yourself, yeah, I'm a badass today. I got this. It's a new day, new experiences, new memories, a new path to walk, and I got this. See you guys next time. <laughs>